You are listening to Life Clips. Every Friday, Life Clips will bring you encouragement, freedom, and biblical truth. Encouragement for the times in which we live. There is not one person on the planet, believer or unbeliever, that does not say, this world has gone crazy. Does it seem like the doomsday clock is nearing midnight? Freedoms are being stripped from everyone all over the globe. To the continued civil unrest, lawlessness, chaos, lying politicians, doctors, censorship from big tech tyrannies, the fall of America so a one world government can start. The rise of spirituality, so a one world religion can start. That is why we see massive growth of new age, false pastors, false religions, false converts. Man is their own God. God is no longer needed or wanted. The false light deception of aliens and UFOs. The endless talk and media coverage of a virus that has a 99.8 survival rate. Forced vaccinations, masking our children, people all over the globe losing their jobs for not complying. Why is all of this happening and will it ever end? For the believer, be encouraged, beloved. For the unbeliever, tune in every Friday to see what is happening and what you can do to find peace in these chaotic times. We also talk about freedom for the broken believer. Are you broken, beloved? Are you in the bondage of sin that you cannot break free from? Do you hide what you do so no one can see the real you? Do you deal with anxiety, depression, drinking, or more? And it seems like the church is only there to judge you. Life Clips is a judge-free zone. And our mission is to have Jesus, through the lens of the Bible, take that burden from you. Oh, are you the prodigal? Are you a backslidden believer? Come home, prodigal. Jesus is waiting. And ultimately, at Life Clips, we use the main truthful source, the Bible. Biblical truth is the only means of breaking strongholds, letting go of the burden of sin that Jesus bore upon Calvary over 2,000 years ago. The Bible is our only means of truly seeing the deception around you and allowing you to have discernment in these last days. We want all to come here. We want you to be part of the Life Clips family, to be encouraged, to be set free. So come on, take a listen and grab your coffee or grab your tea. It's going to be a good one. I know for some, Rumble can be a little confusing because it's not YouTube, but it's quite simple. When you open up the Rumble app, hit that search icon, and then from there, do the drop down, 
choose channels, type in the name of the podcast, Life Clips underscore podcast. My channel populates, it'll come up, and then select follow. From here, you can share or give us a rumble. Now, when you're in the video, at the top is where the rumble icon is. Please make sure to hit that as well. When I share from Facebook, it's just a little different. It doesn't actually open in the app. It'll open in a separate window. From here, you want to hit subscribe. Once you hit that subscribe button, another screen will populate. And from there, you simply hit create a Rumble account now. It's free. And then when you create the Rumble account and you go to my channel, from there, you want to hit the plus symbol which is now in place of the boxing glove. One last thing for Rumble in order to get notified when I upload an episode. The three lines in the top left-hand corner will bring you to this screen. Go to My Subscriptions. Make sure the notification is turned on. Now this concludes our Rumble tutorial. Now back to this episode. (laughs) Matthew 6. Take heed that ye do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand Know what thy right hand doeth, that thine alms may be in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Luke 11 And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When ye pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven so in earth. 
Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. And I say unto you, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Let's take a quick break. Everyone is podcasting these days. If this is something you want to do, or you're already doing it, I would recommend using Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. I currently use the Blue Yeti. Buzzsprout is an extremely user-friendly platform, and I could not be happier with their services. There are so many things that this site allows you to do, from your show being listed on every major podcast platform, to the audio player that you can use seamlessly on your websites to the detailed analytics of what we, come on guys, the podcasters want to see. Don't lie, I know you look at that too. We want to know who was listening, where they're listening, how long they're listening. There are zero hassles because Buzzsprout provides these tools and more to help promote our podcasts. Fellow podcasters, do we not work hard? Well, I am here to tell you that Buzzsprout works even harder to make our podcasts stream streamlessly. Yes, I know that's not a word. If you want to join a company that already has over a hundred thousand podcasters, click the link and let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. This will get you a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. And in addition, of course, it'll help support our show. Don't delay. Start Buzzsprouting today. So hey everyone, Kim here. Um, It's so great to be back with you. I trust that everybody had an amazing Christmas holiday and uh, you got everything that you wanted um, underneath the Christmas tree. So as I record this, it is definitely not New Year's Eve, but this will be, Lord willing, uploaded on New Year's Eve. So I want to extend a happy New Year's Eve to all of my family members in the Life Clips family. So with that being said, 
Lord willing, should we embark on a new year 2022? I don't know about you, but that feels kind of weird to say it. It's going to even feel weirder when I'm typing it in at work or writing it down. It's just time is just going right at a rapid pace. So anyway, I trust that everyone had a good 2021 off of what nonsense we had to go through in 2020. And it seems like it's still here. But anyway, I digress. That's not the point of this podcast at all. The point of this podcast is when we usher in a new year, a lot of people, we do New Year's resolutions, we sign up for a gym, we do things that only really last seven days. Um, statistics prove that. So, hey, if you want to sign up for the gym, by all means, but you know, the membership is just going to fall by the wayside. So instead of creating the same habits that we do every single year, why don't we bring in 2022 the way it should be with Jesus? So today's episode, as always, you're going to grab your coffee, grab your tea, but you're also going to grab your Bible. And we're going to dive into, as you saw right in the beginning of this podcast, two passages and more. Matthew 6 and Matthew 11, that was really where I'm getting the bulk of this episode. So give us our daily bread. What does that mean? Is it just the, the physical form of our nutrition and to make sure that our pantries and our refrigerators are stock full? Or does it go deeper than that? So in order to dive in, I want to make sure that I stay biblically accurate. And uh, it's going to be an exciting episode. It's going to be an encouraging episode. We here at Life Clips, we bring you freedom, encouragement, and of course, biblical truth. And what better way to bring in the new year than encouragement from none other than our amazing Savior, Jesus Christ. So anyway, guys, I want to introduce this week's mug. So what I have here today, actually, um, I did not plan it this way, just happened to work out this way. But uh, I went to Sam's today, I had to get some uh, K-cups, I was all out of coffee. So I really didn't have coffee first thing this morning. Um, It's not very pleasant (laughs) when I don't have my caffeine. So um, I had to go to Sam's, like I said, to get some coffee. And then I noticed these cute little K-cups. So I said, let me go ahead and get these. And anyway, so this one that I'm having today is called Sunday Fun Day. And I actually am recording here on Sunday. But again, this was not planned. So the coffee mug today. So for those always listening to the podcast, there's some weeks I forget to say what it says, I just show it. So hopefully I'll get myself in the habit of doing that. But I apologize, you hear nothing. You just hear music. But anyway, here is the coffee mug this week. It says, love ya, mean it, and I do. And I just want to say thank you um, again to all of those who support me, who share this, um, who give us a rumble, who subscribe, who just who have encouraged me, really. I'm embarking on my 100th episode, and I'm pretty excited about that. I... Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just know for uh, for little old me to even 
get to 100 episodes, I never thought that I would be here. And I, I know there's a few more than 100 because I did the two mini series. So but technically, I am at 100 episodes here with life clips. And I'm pretty uh, excited about that. But anyway, so I love you mean it. And I hope that um, you guys enjoy this episode today. I do. It's going to be a great episode. It's going to be one where it's just an encouragement. You know, I, I'm, I, it's just an encouragement. And I, I can't lean upon anyone else but my Savior. And without Jesus, I literally have nothing. So without further ado, let us dive into this week's episode. So what exactly is the meaning of praying for our daily bread? So in the beginning, you heard two passages, one from Matthew 6, one from Luke 11. And Luke 11, I kind of kept it in its entirety for a reason. And the reason why is I, I think Luke's account of the Lord's Prayer, because it goes into so much more. And then I also included the tail end of Matthew 6, because that also includes so much more, especially the last passage about being anxious. So there's a lot of friends that I have that are very anxious all the time. They worry all the time. And I'm just going to lay it clear and straight and forward. Worry is a sin. So fear and faith are diametrically opposed. You can't walk in faith and have fear. And you can't walk in fear and have faith. So one thing about me, if anyone has ever personally met me, like had a conversation with me, my glass is always full, um, even when to the world it may look empty. And I've always lived my life that way because I know that God has already been there. And we just saw in that passage, he knows our needs before we even ask. So as I said, I, I have a lot of friends who battle anxiety and worry and um but my question to you would be is when do you actually get into the word of God and hold on to his promises? So there's a lot of people who say, oh, I pray and I do this and I do that. And But when do you actually dive into the word of God and allow his promises to bask over you? When do you sit there and say, I am going to remember what he said to be anxious for nothing. Because honestly, if we really let's think about this, there is zero point in worrying or having anxiety, if you are a follower of Christ. Because again, faith and fear are diametrically opposed, they cannot be in the same house together. You either have fear or you have faith. You either have faith or you have fear, you cannot have both of them. Because one is going to outweigh the other. And I understand that COVID has brought this different dynamic in the, in the world that we live in today. I understand that COVID has um, made mental illness and the loneliness and all this other stuff. It's it just exacerbated. It, it, it made younger kids even worse than what they were. And I'll tell you this much. This little gadget right here. As I pull my hair, this little gadget right here is the reason you have anxiety. 
the younger generation was raised on technology and phones and tablets, you view your life through a lens. And this is what gives you anxiety. Because this is how you see the world. And as believers, you know, the younger people, they want to go to these Joel Osteen, Steve Furtick churches who just water down the gospel and give you zero truth. They want to listen to the, you know, your best life now people. But why would God riddle the Bible with passages? Because some people, right, they want to complain about having anxiety and fear, but they really don't want to change that. So if anyone knows me and they follow me on this podcast, I just, I can't be, I cannot not be honest. I'm sorry. So if this episode is bothering you already and you don't think I am a loving person, I am. I'm very loving. But why do you keep sitting in the same situation? They complained about the same thing over and over and over again. And I've known these people for years. I can see having anxiety every once in a while. We all do. I get that. But to have it continually every single day and worry every, that means you're looking far beyond than we, the way that God created us should be looking. You're way out there in the future. You know, I remember years ago, and I've said this before, so um, a family member of mine, you know, they would critique me because I am or, you know, I'm rapture minded. So again, I've posted it on Facebook as well. If I'm not prepared for my retirement, God's still going to prepare my future. So, you know, I, you need to save and you need to prepare. And I'm not saying don't be wise like that. Of course, you know, um, I wish I would have done better in my life. I haven't. So I'll be definitely chilling in a 55 and up community mobile home community here in Florida. For sure. But, uh, you know, I, I don't live my life in fear and worry. And if I made the wrong choice by not putting money aside and, you know, um, I just don't live my life like that. I live my life daily because God takes care of me daily. So and I've said this again, you know, I do play the lotto. I play the Florida lotto and I don't play those really big ones. Uh, those are people who would find me, hunt me down and kill me just because they're greedy for money. That would be the phone never ringing. But I mean, I've steps in place if I ever won the lotto, but I, um, of course I do. And then I, and in my research here, I actually read, you know, people who do that, they're still not trusting God. And I don't want to be in the future because all that's there is worry. If I'm going to sit back and be like, oh, what's going to happen to my life? Where am I going to be? What am I going to do? Where am I going to live? How am I going to... Who, who, who would want to think like that? And I serve a God that created the heavens and the earth. He, he knows the numbers of my hair that's thinning as I get older on my head. So yes, my glass, going back, sorry, I'm five minutes in here. My glass is always full, no matter what. And do I have good days and bad days? Sure, we all do. But most of my days are good days. And I don't live there hypocritically. I live there legitly, you know, I mean, I I have to have the joy of the Lord. Do I get irritable sometimes and tired sometimes and lazy? Of course. 
I don't sit here every day with, hi, I love Jesus. How are you today? That's just fake as well. But I know no matter what, God's got me, right? He's got me. So anyway, let's dive in. And I apologize if I upset you right off in the bat, but I I just had to explain that because when are we going to get over always being anxious and full of worry? And when are we going to start saying, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm just going to, I'm going to let God do what God does and that's take care of me. So anyway, we're going to dive in. Here we go. Give us our daily bread. Hey family, we're going to take a little break here. During this break, feel free to refresh your coffee or your tea. For those listening to our podcast and you want to see all the video content, subscribe to our Rumble channel, Life Clips underscore podcast. Life Clips underscore podcast. Make sure you comment, share, and give us a rumble. Life Clips is also on all major podcast platforms. Google, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Let's dive back into today's episode. So when we ask for our daily bread, we are simply asking God to not only, yes, provide us our food, but also other things that come up in our lives. So when we read about giving us our daily bread, the first line is what? It's a recognition that God is the God of the heavens, of the earth, that God is the one sitting on the throne. The second recognition is hallowed or holy, reverend be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. So those first four verses are basically a an acknowledgement of who God is. Is I mean, we read in passages, as you can see here in Matthew chapter 5, verse 45, and also Acts chapter 14, verse 17. We're just these mere people passing through, so to speak. God is in control of everything. And we have to come to that recognition. So if we just, we'd, if we don't even get to the rest of this Lord's Prayer, and we just sat here in these first four verses... There is something that should come over every believer to say, my God is in control. My God can wipe us all out. My God will supply my every need. So when we talk about our daily needs, again, we we want to talk in the physical sometimes, you know, the food or job or car you know, supply our needs, what we need for today. But we do, do we ever ask God to supply what we need spiritually or emotionally or sometimes our rational way of thinking? And that's where anxiety comes in, especially in the emotional and the rational ways. We also have relational ways so we don't become irrational, <laughs> 
But do we go to God on all of that? And do we just sit in the line at Dunkin' Donuts and then just haphazardly talk to God? God be with me today. Thanks for this latte. No. When do we go to God? When do we actually talk to God and lay out our needs before him? And a lot of us, you know, and again, this might upset people too, but a lot of us, we create our own mess and then we're like, God, why is this happening to me? Well, because you're doing it, right? It's not always God putting us in those situations. As we talk about our daily bread, on the screen here, you're going to see some passages from Exodus and Deuteronomy and also John regarding the daily provision that God gave to the Israelites while they were wandering in the wilderness, manna. So manna was like this bread-like substance that fell from heaven. And then, of course, they complained about that. So, but whatever, uh, we're not going to go there on this podcast. So manna, that is where they get that terminology, the, the bread, our daily bread, our daily manna. God only gave enough manna to, for what they needed. He didn't like give them enough so they can travel with it. It was their daily bread. So we read in Acts chapter 17, verse 28, that in him we live and breathe and have our being. So if we're sitting in that place where we live, breathe, and have our being in him, then why are we anxious? Why are we worried? We know that our daily needs will be met. We also read in Hebrews and Colossians that Jesus, he upholds the entire universe. So the existence, while we are here on planet Earth, he is holding the Earth. How does that not just give you this comfort of knowing who God is? If he can hold the Earth, if he can clothe the lilies, and feed the birds, how much more will he do for you? So as I said in the beginning, when we pray our daily bread, that prayer is in the present. It's not in the future. We're praying for our daily bread. It doesn't say in that passage, pray for our future bread. Because in the future, that's where your fear and your anxiety and your worry and your doubt lie. But if we're in the present, then in the present is where we need to be and we wouldn't have anxiety and worry and fear and doubt. We would have our daily nourishment of what God is providing for us today. And in James chapter four, we read that we are not promised tomorrow. Like that's legit. That's not just some fake saying that people say. It's okay. This latte's okay. It's Sunday fun day. And then another thing too, by, by focusing in on what we need daily, we're not going to be self-absorbed and what we need in an excess of, right? And that, I do get convicted. I'm not going to lie when I do play the lotto because of that. You know, like if I were to, let's say, I've always said this, if I were to win the lotto, and let's just say it's it's $5 million, the things that I would do, I know what I would do, right? I would buy a home, I would have a nice car, and then I would 
help people who may need the help. Um, but I would be set for my future. Should I be ignorant and not prepare because I'm rapture ready. So in that case, if I'm if I'm set for my future, where does my daily need of God come in? Now, I can personally say that I would still need a daily need of God, I would need wisdom to make sure I'm not on a shopping spree every day, I would need wisdom, I would still need his daily provisions in both my spiritual life in my relation life and my rational life my emotional life, I would still need God's provision daily. The only resource, I guess, would be the financial. I wouldn't be so, Lord, please be with me tonight as I Uber, watch over me, blah, 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 blah. I wouldn't, that prayer would go out the window because I wouldn't be doing that anymore. So that aspect of give us our daily bread would definitely um, go by the wayside. And um, in next Friday, I have a, a friend back on and we're going to discuss when there's conflict in the body of Christ. And I'm not going to give away who's going to be on here, but we had a conflict. But anyway, so we read, so I'll, I'll just bring it up again. We read from Philippians chapter four. So in Philippians chapter four, verses 11 through 13, we also read how Paul had contentment in Jesus Christ. And, and you ever notice that those who have a lot of anxiety or worry or fear, they're not content. So whether you're, that could be you're not content in your relationship, you're not content with your kids, you're not content in your job, which is always usually an issue with me because I don't like working. Um, but again, this is probably the best job I've ever had, if I could just say that. This is by far the best law firm I've ever worked in and I love it. So I wish I can give you the name, but I won't. Um, but they are amazing. It's it's just an amazing group of people. And every job has its pros and cons. But the pros definitely outweigh the cons. So anyway, with that being said, it's it's having contentment in Jesus. Are you content in all areas of your life? I would still be content with or without the lotto. Okay, I would still be content if I won the lotto, I would still be content in whatever I have. I'm content. So the one thing I noticed in this Lord's Prayer, it does not say give me my daily bread. It says give us our daily bread. And part of Life Clips is we don't want Christians to journey alone. This is a family. This is why I would love for people to share and rumble and do all of that good stuff. But podcasts, you know, they don't they're just little snippets that go out every week and or daily for some people. This one is a weekly podcast and I want to cross over the line from listeners to family members. And that's why I say that. I want this to be a family. When I say go to lifeclipspodcast.com and send me a message at questions at lifeclipspodcast.com, that's legit. That is, do you have something you want me to pray? This is not for those who know me. I don't air people's business, right? If you send me a message and say, Kim, I need for you to pray for me. I don't do this so I could be like, oh, what is their problem today? Let me, let me be, let me be Gloria Gossiper. That's not who I am. When I legitly say, contact me, if you have questions, comments, concerns, whatever, I legitly mean that. If, if you're stuck in something, if you're bound in a false religion, if you're, 
you know, listening and, and diving into Bethel and word of faith. And you're like, Kim, how do I get out of this? Am I really a Christian? What do I do to navigate this? If you believe in adding works to the finished work of the cross, things like that. I mean, that is the whole premise of life clips. It's a family. It's not just a podcast and something that I have on a rumble channel. This is legit. I want people to understand that that is what I'm here for. I am an imperfect person until I die or fly. And the body of Christ, that's what the whole premise of life clips was over a hundred episodes ago was to bring the body of Christ into this knowledge of we don't help each other. We criticize each other. We judge each other. Now, again, I'm going to call out falsehood. And if you don't want to listen to it, then at that point, the conversation's over. But there's a difference. How do we navigate people who are struggling? What do we say? What do we do? How do we bridge that huge gap that it seems like is in the church. So with that being said, this passage says, give us our daily bread, meaning the church, we're not, I've been watching Yellowstone, which I love the show. I just don't like the cursing and some of the nudity and sex scenes. Take all of that out of it. I love it. I feel like I want to move to Montana when I see that show. It's beautiful. I love the premise behind the show. And, you know, here was this family, this land has been with them for over a hundred and something years. It just, it kind of brings me back, you know, to how this amazing nation was, was founded. Um, and the resources that God put in America for us to literally live off the land until greed and money and domination took over. Hey, you're John Dutton, aren't you? Yep. Uh, that's not mine. It's addressed to you. Wait, I don't know what that is. Don't! Chelsea! Officer's down! We got an officer down! Don't you die on me now. Not like this. You hear me? Oh, my God. What's happening? I don't know. Just get to the bunkhouse. Fair. Moral. Those are words men invented to scare and shame other men from taking back what they've stolen. What about right or wrong? There's no such thing. Then we have the America that we're in right now. So when you go out there to Montana and Idaho and South and North Dakota and Wyoming, it's like untapped land. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So anyway, with that being said, we're not supposed to be a lone ranger pitching our own tent on land where we have no resources. We're a family of believers for a reason. Families argue, families have disagreements, but families at the end will always come together no matter what. And in Christ, I think sometimes we feel like we need to be these super spiritual Christians, but sometimes we're not always like that. We're broken individuals who without a savior, we would still be jacked up, right? So 
when we pray, we pray for our daily bread. So if I'm praying, right, I want to make sure that I'm also lifting you up and you up and you up and you up and everyone else out there. Because that's the goal. That's, that's the, that's what the body of Christ needs to do. Give us our daily bread. So part of our daily bread is recognizing that we need to just literally release it all to God. Let God know that we are totally dependent on him, which is a fearful, hear me, place to be. But man, will it increase your faith when you walk through knowing what Jesus does day in and day out and day in and day out when we pray for our daily bread. And we have to not worry. God knows what you need. Again, the passage says, before you even ask, he knows. But more than all of that, more than our daily bread, more than winning the lotto, more than living out in Montana somewhere and enjoying the land, God already provided our greatest necessity. And that's found in Romans chapter 8, verse 32. He provided his son Jesus to die and to bear the sins of the world. If you believe that Christ was crucified, buried, and rose again through faith, you're saved. It's belief through faith. And to end this week's podcast, Jesus himself said in John chapter 6, verse 35, that he is the bread of life. So when we pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed, holy, reverend, be your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So when we pray that part, just so you know, to digress just for a moment, God's kingdom will come once the Jews come to repentance. But we need to pray for the kingdom to come. I don't want to be here forever. We'll get into that, I'm sure, sometime down the road, but not today's episode. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from all evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen so until we meet again lord willing maranatha i'll see everyone next friday bye Thank you for listening to Life Clips. Life Clips uploads episodes every Friday. So head on over to our Rumble channel, Life Clips underscore podcast. One more time, that is Life Clips underscore podcast to get notified when we upload. 
Make sure when you're on our Rumble channel, you give us a Rumble comment and share. You can also subscribe to us on many podcast platforms, such as Google, Apple, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or Pandora. And now since we have our own private server, feel free to email us if you want to be a guest, if you have a question or a comment. Email us at questions at lifeclipspodcast.com. Again, that email address is questions at lifeclipspodcast.com. And finally, I am saving the best news for last. Without the encouragement that we have as believers that we read in Titus chapter 2, 13, this world would be very overwhelming right now. But we are told to look for our blessed hope, to look for the glorious appearing of Jesus. May you be encouraged today. I'm looking forward to seeing each and every one of you in the air one day. Titus chapter 2, verse 13. Looking for the blessed hope and the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Christ Jesus. Jesus.